Product Podcast is sponsored by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and Author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. Hi, you guys. Get Caught Up is on the move. Welcome to the new GCU. Follow us on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. That's GCU underscore podcast. And make sure you follow our new web address at anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. JC, author, content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash jctheauthor. Salute. To the Get Caught Up podcast on Anchor.fm. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up podcast. I am your host, Untamed, and I am joined by the lovely, the one and only, the literary diva, book reviewer, everything literary, Miss Diane Rimber of Diamonds Literary World. How are you doing this evening, Diane? I'm well, thank you for asking. How about you? I am doing well. I am awesome. I am excited to be at the end of 2020. Definitely hoping, praying for a better 2021. But I can't can't lie. You know, we've had some good and some bad in 2020. So I'm going to focus on the positive instead of just, you know, focusing on the negative because we got news for that. (laughs) On the news, do it for us enough. And my aunt last night, I cannot. I have not mm. turned the TV on. My children um, turned the TV on the other day. I, I can't. I, I just too mm. depressing. Yeah, it is. and it gets. You know, I had to try. I have CNN. I had to turn off the alerts because uh-uh. no. Every time CNN alert me, I, it seemed like I get mad or, or depressed. So I'm like, you know what? Not now. Not let's go ahead and make 2020 get on out of here, and hope for a better 2021. But, you know, tonight we're going to be talking about one of the better parts of 2020, which were the books that we had to read or just enjoyed reading for ourselves. And I have a great list. I know that you have an even greater list because you was getting some reading in. Um, So I will not tarry long with that. I want to know for you, though, what was your favorite part about 2020 when it came to reading 
my favorite part actually um, did not involve reading. It involved the doors that reading opened for me. There's a better part of 2020. Some things um, have already been announced. Some things I cannot announce until um, the beginning of 2021, but many doors opened for me because of reading this year, so. Okay, that's, and I do know that um, I can attest to that, but you have worked your ass off, you know, to get to where you are and you deserve every second, every minute, every hour, every moment of it. So congratulations for now and for your upcoming announcements that I know will be just as amazing. I am basking in your glow. I love to see you thriving. You deserve it. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And for me, honey, besides the great reading that I that I feel like everybody said, okay, since I gotta be home, I'm about to bang out these stories. And we had some awesome damn stories that came right. out in 2020. Right. And um besides the stories that came out in 2020, I am proud of myself for all of the projects that I accomplished. As you should be, yes. <sighs> yes, Lord. It's, it was a lot, you know. Um, my own personal projects with two, look, beginning, I think three books, fourth book, we didn't make it to the fourth one, but mm-hmm. nevertheless, three books of mine came out in 2020. And you know, I assisted with the movie project with Gutter Mommies in 2020, which came out in November. And then just ghostwriting projects, um, projects that I worked on on the UP side with different authors and clients. It's just, I, I'm still trying to figure out how I got it done. But when you have a passion for something and a drive, you just do it. You get it done. And it doesn't feel like work um, at all. It, it just you just thrive in the moment, but I'm so proud of myself for all of these projects that I got done and looking forward to many more in 2021. <laughs> and I'm proud of you as well. And I also want to say, um, um, happy re-release day. Uh, because <laughs> Thank you. Today was a release day for you. So, um, we, you, you really did a lot, but just to piggyback on what you said, it does not feel like work. I, um, I was, uh, on a call today and I heard someone say, um, you know, as an influencer, people don't understand what goes into being an influencer. You Mm -hmm. are constantly, constantly working. Like, you know, I don't know what people assume, but you know, we make, like make it look easy. It's definitely not like you constantly have to be on top of things. You constantly have to, um, you're getting the knowledge out there and that's why people respect you. And again, that opens up other doors. So it's not easy, but it, to me, I wouldn't trade for anything in the world because I absolutely love what I do. Right. Right. Me and you both. I love, I wouldn't trade it. Um, and then you're, you are right. It is a lot of words, a lot that goes behind it. You know, um, 
I actually did a, a podcast with Audra Russell, and she's a podcaster. And we were laughing at the behind the scenes, everything that we were doing because we were running into issues. And we just, the only thing we could say is she knew, you know, from her experience what I was going through. And she was like, it's okay. I got it. I understand. And we joked about it. We're like, you know, if people knew what all you have to go through the behind the scenes, it is not for the faint at heart. And you use this marathon with with all of this stuff, you know, you have to be dedicated, committed, and have the heart of a lion to deal with everything that entails with influencing, you know, just being out there not even just as, you know, a support, like for you, it's a support for me as an author, but the other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the marketing, the promoting, the networking, the, you know, the lead work to do all of that stuff. Woo! They don't get it. They don't get it. Um, and once you do one thing, it leads to 10 other phone calls, mm-hmm. and emails and, you know, messages and, and um, you, as much as your heart would want you to help everybody, it's not, you would, you would burn yourself out if you did, but, but in your mind, you want to, like in your, your heart is there, um, to, to, to serve and to be, you know, in a place of service, but it's not always possible. And I think that people Mm -hmm. sometimes forget that. Yes. They, they do, but you know, they'll definitely, they stay on this journey. They'll learn. (laughs) <laughs> they'll learn. They'll oh, yeah. learn. They will do that. So I guess I was say now what was the worst part about 2020, I guess in the literary realm, you know, for you? The worst part of 2020 for me was um we lost some good ones in 2020. And I think that it far supersedes anything else that I could ever mention, you know. Um, there was, of course, um, issues that we saw play out, you know, um, but none of that, none of it, because what people may not realize is in the African-American literary community, we lost three within literally weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 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 one instance, we lost two in one weekend. Yes. So, yes. You know, um, it that has to be the worst thing in, for me for 2020 in this literary industry. Yes, and I and I'm going to um, agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. The loss of you know just phenomenal people and authors that we we lost in 2020 and you know unfortunately some of it was due to COVID you know um which was extremely sad and unfortunate especially because we know um many 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 deaths could have been prevented had proper measures been in place and That is the the most hurtful part. And I will say, um, just adding to that, you know, all of the ones that, you know, we lost as well in 2020, um, as we did, we lost a lot of people because of COVID. We, 
life goes as life has it we lost people in the midst of losing all of these people through COVID still losing people by you know other tragic means whether it was shootings or you know just police brutality or even just natural causes you know they just got sick it just this just seemed like the worst year regardless of how you went to go because of all of the circumstances. So I'm with you on that. Um, you know, I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan. So it took me completely out when um, him and his daughter, you know, passed away. Um, just se- several other people, you know, Congressman Lewis and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, I've lost a couple of family members to COVID. Um it was it's it's just been a really tough year for loss it really has and um so i want to do like a little quick 20 second you know moment of silence it's 2020 i want to do a quick 20 second moment of silence for everyone that we lost in 2020 so absolutely All right, and that was our 20 seconds for all of our friends, our loved ones who we lost in 2020, um, and for those who we don't know, just anyone um, in 2020, because it's, it's been a rough year for a whole lot of people. But oh, yeah. we are going to move on and get back to the happier side. I just wanted to pay a little homage, you know, to those. And encourage everyone else to keep on keeping on keep strong um because it, it will get better it will get better we're gonna focus on that moving into 2021 so we are here of course for the year end book review so miss i got a question for you do you know off the top of your head how many books you read this year because <laughs> you was I reading have, a lot <laughs> i have no idea um i i actually looked at my list and um I don't know if I normally have this many on my list, but this year has uh, allowed me to read standalones as well as series. So I have no idea how many <laughs> I read this year. Not to mention I, the ones I can't talk about. Right. Yeah. Cause see you, you, you serve. That's another thing. You serve in so many different capacities. You've read books that you can't even talk about. So, um, for me, um, my total was at 66. Okay. I'm still I'm still adding on to that like oh yeah right now like as of right now like, like I'm I trying think, to I'm trying to finish the one that I'm currently reading I'm trying to squeeze in one more by Friday like yeah yeah, yeah like I, I I have um through UP you know I do book reviews mm-hmm. and so literally I'm reading about four books <laughs> right now at the same time same. <laughs> So it yes, is. But I have one that is like, and and it did just happen to make it to my list. But I have one that is pulling at my heartstring right now, um, um, and so it's hard for me to pick up the other three or however many I'm reading, and um, because it has my attention. But um, yeah, 
and, and and I will say this for anyone that doesn't think that is possible prior to I want to say 2018 uh, you would have never seen me reading more than one book at a time never um, because I always said I need to focus however we're in, you know at a period of our lives where um, like you said, reviewing and, you know, doing it for this thing. And, you know, I'm also working on this project over here. And then, you know, I've made other commitments. And so um, if you want to know the secret to reading multiple books at one time, don't read the same genre. <laughs> that is the truth. And I'm with you on that. I, I know exactly what you're talking about before this year and i was the whole heart would say this year um before this year i was always one i'm focused on this book and then i'll move mm -hmm. to the next one mm -hmm. this yeah. year i have learned the art of multitasking with mm -hmm. going from book to book to book but there are those that will grasp you and you'll be like okay i i gotta finish this first because it has my right. attention right. then i could go back to doing the multi-book right. it's been okay. a few that were like that um so yeah i like i said this by the end of the year that number will have definitely grown but but as of right now as of right now it stands at 66 for me um did you meet your book i mean because i know every year we have a goal so did you surpass your book reading goal this year you know believe it or not no no i did oh, not i did not surpass um because of the other projects that I'm working on. Okay. And I can see that. I, I I can see that. You have a lot going on. So I, you know, for me, I did. I said 50. I got the 66. I'm proud of myself. Oh, wow. um, I am proud of myself. Oh, yeah. uh, but I will say this. Offering the two different services through UP, the paid promotion with book review and the free book review helped me surpass that. <laughs> but I, with that service, I was like, okay, because, you know, I was doing a lot of leisure reading. But then um, when you have book reviews and you have a turnaround, you, you get a little bit more motivated. And then, I, you know, I'm saying Nick Gallup too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pushed me further I... along. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yes, they they did. So I am going to start with you, and I guess we can trade off. Um, I want to do your. Do you have a top ten for standalones? I do. Okay, so I guess we'll trade off. Um, you say your number ten. I'll go my number ten, and we'll go it all the way down to number one. <laughs> oh well, mine are in no particular order. Oh um, okay, okay. But but it's okay. It's okay. Because I do happen to know my number one. Okay. So, and I I just put it in my suitcase, as a matter of fact, because I could have, um, I could have pulled it out, but I just packed it away. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. And you go in any order you want to go in. <laughs> so, my, all right. So, I guess for number 10. Okay. Uh, it will be New Year, New Me, which is not your typical holiday tale by Kenny York. Um, okay. It was a cute little 
um, holiday story. It's a novella, actually. Very, very cute. Um, related to the what she did, she mixed up the literary industry, romance, and um, something else. She just talked about this last week, but she it was a book that came out last year, but okay. um, she did a reading from it, and I purchased it right away. And I knew that, I, you know, once I read it, I was like, I have to, this, it, it was the first one to be added to my list. So that's number 10. Ooh, okay. Well, my number 10 is going to be, I'm going to try to show it on the screen. So you let me know if you can see it. But it's going to be Compelled to Murder by E. Ray Taronic. Mm -hmm. um, let me see if I can show y'all this book cover right quick. Can y'all see it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Look, look, I'm trying to figure out how to turn my phone. Uh -huh. All right. Right, right there. Right there. Right there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that is my number 10. Um, this book is a murder mystery. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you are very familiar with um uh, you're right, Ebony. <laughs> Ebony, it is cleverly written. Mm -hmm. Um sadistically sensational. <laughs> um, and it reads like an intense, suspenseful horror movie um she is definitely i would say i think like a cross between um stephen king and jordan peele that's where i put you right in her books she she was phenomenal so she was my number 10 um i loved it i told her that I often have a hard time reading murder mystery because I liked horror and suspense film. Mm -hmm. And what made her book so enjoyable for me was because it read like I was watching a movie and she's so mm -hmm. descriptive. Mm -hmm. Like I could, I could literally see everything play out on mm -hmm. TV. So definitely Miss Ebony uh, had to be in my top 10 for standalone because for that book, um, it was amazing. Okay. And all right. Uh, moving on, my number nine will have to be. Hmm. Where do I go with? Okay. In no particular order, guys. Okay. Because okay. I, 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 I can't do it. Um, okay. It's going to have to be. Ooh. Okay, I'll, I'll go with Grand Opening 2. Okay. Best-selling author Carl, Carl Weber. <laughs> and my girl, LaJill Hunt. LaJill, yes. Now, um, for anyone that doesn't know, Grand Opening is the prequel, but again, it is part two um, of the Family Business series, which is a 12-book series. Uh, and I believe LaJill says uh, that there's some more coming because they're currently up to Family Business 5. Um, and for anyone that is interested, uh, part two of season two will resume on on Thursday night, New Year's Eve, New Year's uh, Eve. on BET Plus. So... Um, but this entire series, um, I actually read two books out of this series this year. 
and um, and again, maybe by Friday, maybe I may have added a third. I don't know, but um, this series is about the largest African American, one hundred percent owned, black owned uh, car dealership in upstate New York, um, and it is based on a true story, and it is the it's a front for uh, what the family is actually into, which is drugs. And so grand opening tells the story of the parents. Um, you have Elsie and Chippy, uh, and then they have, I believe five children, but um, it's the story prior to um, the children. And oh, what a story it is! <laughs> what a story it is, honey, honey. But, but I will I, let, I, let me just say that anything by Lajill Hunt, you're going. It's going to be a good story. Absolutely, absolutely. She's a legend in this game, and I have much respect for her and much respect for Carl. Um, we know what my heart is with Carl, <laughs> so definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh man. So I I can I agree with you on that. That gives a good step of proof for me. So my next one is someone you introduced me to, Miss Diane. Okay. Um hmm. and you you gifted me this, and it's one of the few paperbacks I was able to read this year. Okay. And that would be none other than come oh. on. Oh. Come lady, on, come, come on. on, lady preacher come by KT Richie. Come on, <laughs> on Pastor Dogan. Uh, what an amazing story. Honey, let me tell you something. If she didn't get into it yeah. about how the church folk act with lady preachers. Come on now. And they quest for love yeah not being not being no flu let me look let me use an old church term not being no floozy okay right. Right. but just a earnest quest for love and right. leadership right because um go ahead have the right to date and fall in love mm-hmm mm-hmm sure do sure do monique samuels uh anyway <laughs> All I'm saying is, but I have, but I have the cash register. You have the cash. How you gonna have the receipts that I got the cash register? If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Pastor Jamal Bryant. You know, <laughs> I swear something. Oh, I have to when I when I touch down. I am going to watch part three of that. Uh, yeah, reunion. Lord, Lord have mercy. I said, come on, come on now. Look, uh, Pastor Dogan, she needed uh, Pastor Jamal up there for this <laughs> She needed Jamal to come right. Look, Pastor Jamal needed to tell the people to step back because that woman has a right to date because that's what single people do. They date. Yes. Yes. But let's talk about the fact that she fought it for so long. Yes. Um, we don't want to tell you the book, but um, when you've been through some things, sometimes it's hard to 
mm-hmm. open up and give your heart to another. And such was the case. It sure was. It was a, you know, and it was a dynamic read. I loved it. I love um, that brand of Christian fiction because yeah. it told a true story, um, a heartfelt story. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so representative mm-hmm. of what goes on in the modern church today. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed it. But I love, I don't want to give it away, never mind, uh, on that part. But I'm just going to say that him mine, <laughs> him mine, oh, yes, him mine. He stood in the gap for her every oh, yes. single moment of every single day, despite it all. For him, mm-hmm. when it mattered, she stood in the gap for him. For him, she sure did. She sure did. And I am just out. Look, I was like, man, come on down. Look, Pastor was about to cut up. <laughs> he was about to cut up. He was about to cut up for a second. But uh, he, he, he reeled it in. He did. But I enjoyed that book. It had to be on my list of top, uh, top one of my top tens in the standalone. So definitely, I thank you for that book and that experience. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see, moving right along, uh, my next book would have to be, oh, this is so hard. Y'all don't even understand how hard it is. My next book is going to have to be the latest release, um, by New York Times bestselling author, uh, authors, um, Ashley and Jaquavis, and that would be Money Devils Part One. All right, come on, come through, Money Devils. <laughs> this, I, I, most people are familiar with the cartel uh, series, and we know that Ashley and Jaquavis uh, brought that series to an end this year, but Money Devils is a spinoff of that series and I it was the 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 courtship it was a little different for me it was still some of the same Ashton Jaquavis but you can see their growth as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the courtship um there was a lot of um drama and it was a page turner. Mm. So, yeah, Money Devils definitely um, made my list this year. All right, Money Devils. Come on, Ashley and Aquarius. Yes, I have mad respect for their pen. Um, have been a fan of their books for a very, very long time. I have not read Money Devils yet, but I will get to it. Lord, I don't know when, but I'm going to get to it. <laughs> Let's go get to it. But my next one um, is one I just read. Um, It is actually my first read by this author, but we connected uh, in a book group, and she is just hilarious. I love clowning around with this this young lady. So I think I know. And go ahead. (laughs) Was she? Was she? Um. Drop this book. My God. 
Mm. This Christmas read. Let me just show this this good cover. Hold on. I had it prepped and ready. Lord, can we? Is it? I done scroll up. Hold on. Okay. There we go. I was like, now what half the cover gone? Uh, let me turn this. Lord, oh, I'm gonna oh, get it together. Okay, I see it. Yep, Monica Walters. Yep. Okay, Monica Walters, unwrapping your love, the gift, honey. I told her. I said, "Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. It will give you a new meaning of Santa's baby, because Josiah." Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. He was an alpha male, but. He went after what he want. What was her old girl name? Preston. That was her name. He sunk his little hooks into Preston. And what I loved about this too, they were both single parents. He took care of his son. She took okay. care of her son. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came together. You know. Um, but uh, she officially met him when he played Santa Claus at the elementary school. And I'm just going to say it like this. Good old Josiah. 6'6". Six, six, basketball bill, but muscular up top. Uh, with a beard. And a bald head. Mm. And he was playing Santa Claus. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Hallelujah. Yeah. Here comes Santa Claus. That's all I want to say on that. Oh, that good book, though. But uh, yeah, and it's a, it was another situation where um, and we just talked about this with Lady Preacher, but in this book, the um, the protagonist Preston, she'd gone through some things, mm-hmm. and it was hard for her to step back and trust, especially being a single parent. But he showed her, you know, time and time again that. Just because this didn't, you know, pan out doesn't mean that something else won't. And she ended up being, you know, in a lot of ways, even though he did want her, someone, he didn't really understand how much he needed her and how much his life was missing as well. And she gave that to him. And he was like, so it was almost like an added bonus to him. Like, I, I was wanting her, but I didn't even realize how much I needed her. So it was definitely a good read. Kudos to Monica Walters. Um, she's reading some other books. I'm gonna to, yeah, I'm going to have to pick up some more books. But that was my first reading. I was well pleased. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, My next book is going to be. I just realized that my list consists of some of my favorite authors. Okay, my next <laughs> book is Glass Houses by Brian W. Smith. Now, he okay. is one of my favorite male authors. Glass Houses, um, anyone who knows me, not only am I passionate about the literary industry, I'm also very passionate about domestic violence. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what Brian W. Smith gave us in Glass Houses. However, there was a, t- a twist. Um, there is a young lady um, who has come, well, her husband has come home and caught her cheating um, and proceeds to, you know, in it, it was a crime of passion, but he mm. 
he oh I don't want to give it away. <laughs> he, he he did not kill her, but he beat her just enough. Okay. Okay. So she calls the squad. I I have brothers, but um, my older brothers did not live with me. She called her brothers, and her brothers and her father was the first thing that you would think they would do. They got they were on their way to go save um, baby girl. Well, one brother here he is going to save his sister, and he was abusing his baby mother. Um, another brother was battling. Um, it was a spiritual battle for him because his body was telling him to go whoop on this man. But his call from God was telling him that that's not the way you handle things. Uh-huh. And then there was yet another brother who just could not accept responsibility for his own family. Um, and then you had daddy. So each one has a story and you, this is one, like I did not see the twists and turns, but in true Brian W. Smith form, if anybody has read a book of his, just when you think, you know, when you get to the end of that book, there is a twist mm-hmm. and the twist when they find out the twist, I think they all want to beat her. Okay. Uh-oh. Now I'm having to go pick up. I think I got glass houses. So, hey, it's on my list for 2021. Um, Please. I love a good twist. Oh. You will not see it coming. I promise you, you won't see it coming. <sighs> okay. And that's yeah. why Brian W. Smith is one of my all-time favorite male authors. Okay, I'm pick. I got yeah, I got glass houses, so I am definitely gonna um read that in 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So moving right along, my next one um is by a author who another author who I really enjoy talking to, dealing with a lot. She's a sweet young lady. Um. She writes a lot of romantic suspense. Mm-hmm. And so her novel, if I can get it up here, I want to get it up on my screen first. It is called, let me make sure it doesn't scroll on me. I'm going to get this together. Oh, I've never heard of that. The Deceptive Twin by L.R. Jackson. Um, she writes good novels. Um. I've had the honor of reading her uh, novel, Haven, Royal Secrets, and I think his his wife, his his love, his wife, or I can't remember, I don't want to say to get that title mixed up, but that The Deceptive Twin, by far one of my favorites by her. I just want to say this, and I believe it at that, Twin Sisters, um, <sighs> God, it's Morgan and don't let me mess up the other name, but they both start with M. But they're twin sisters. Um, they switch up, 
because the one sister is married and mm-hmm. she's had uh she she wants to go skirt off and do her thing mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. good weekend so her sister oh, well, volunteers the, the whole weekend oh, well. so her sister volunteers to take her place no man. No man. No man. at the house and uh she fell mm-hmm. in love with her brother-in-law and i'm gonna leave it right now <laughs> I'm gonna need you to text me the name of that book. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I yes, sure ma'am. will. Yeah. I sure will. I yeah. sure will. And that book too has a couple of twists in there that you don't see coming. Mm. So um the Deceptive Twin, absolutely, honey. I was I enjoyed the heck out of that book. I'm telling you, it was mm. so good. It mm. was so good. <laughs> Okay, my next book will have to be Wench by Dolan Perkins Valdez. Now, I am a big um, historical fiction Uh fan. And so historical fiction really did it for me this year. Last year, I can say it was romance this year it was a lot of historical fiction of course it was some romance but if you know anything about historical fiction you know that there's some romance sprinkled in there so i guess we will call them historical romances but some people don't get that but yeah so definitely um wench and i'm sorry i don't have it pulled up but like it opens up by defining back in the day what a wench was actually considered um then you start to see the role uh that we as black women played in we played a significant role um we weren't just wet nurses although we 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 you know that was one role but well I'll I'll say the other part for um, my next historical fiction, but we played a lot of roles and um, were frowned upon by um, our counterparts because they knew the roles that we played. Um, So definitely, and, and this author snuck up on me, like I will be looking into more of her books. Okay. So that's Wench, W-E-N-C-H. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. That does sound interesting because I really would like to, you know, learn the history behind a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because we hear stuff and we don't really notice the we just hear it and we kind of mm-hmm. just go along with what we're told, you know. So... I definitely, I'm going to make sure that I add that to my 2021 too. You know, I don't do much historical fiction, but I trust you. <laughs> and I know you ain't going to never stick me wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And so, my next one, oh my gosh, what is, oh, somebody else you introduced me to this year. And I, look, I didn't even realize that you introduced her to me this year. I feel like I've been reading her for years now, maybe because I read everything she put out now. Um, but hey, you know where I'm going with this one, Lord. Let me get it in here right. Cause I'm like, ah, here we go. Come on. Okay. Girl. She has made my list before something else. Oh work song. Work song. 
was on my 2019 list. Yes, it was. Work song by Danielle Allen, honey. Um, <laughs> work song West was my first and Tati. Tati. That was my first read by Danielle Allen this year. Um, African American romance. They will forever be one of my favorite couples. Oh yeah. Um, Oh, yes. I told Danielle, I think that she had a microscope or, you know, time, you know, machine or something back to my life. Because the way that they gelled together with the movie quotes and the song quotes and into the sports, you know, their job sitting around sports. I was like, girl, are you, this is me. Me right. and my husband. <laughs> I was like, that is me. This me and my husband all day long. So I, I took a personal affection to this book. It, it, she, oh my gosh. Um, this book made me fall in love with Danielle Allen. It did. Right. And um, so much so that I had to, um, honey, I had to kick Miss Danielle off my list a few times so I could make room for other people. So wait a minute now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I had to kick her. I had to kick off yeah. my list a few times. She had me around here about to just read her whole catalog, and I was like, I ain't gonna even have a top ten or top twenty. It's gonna, I'm just gonna come on in and be like, well, everybody, it was Daniel Allen. Yeah. <laughs> just put your finger on a book and pick one. So I, I read several books while her this year. Um, and one important thing to know about, um, or to mention about work song. This everything that you heard um Untamed mention happened over work over a work email. Um that's how this mm-hmm. whole started. Um but the way okay, so we have to uh sidebar Tati was a plus size or is a plus size woman. Yes. And the way West loved Tati. Yes. Oh my god. God, I, that was loved so well. Yes, and you know what? To add to that, there was another. The significance of that too is how he loved on her, but also because there was such a stigma in her family mm-hmm. about us, mm-hmm. and. Now she didn't adhere to it, you know. She didn't fall for. It. She loved on herself, mm-hmm. but I just love the way she wrote that because her family ragged on her a lot, and so it took a very. It takes a strong person to be able to have a high self esteem. Oh yeah, and love yourself, especially oh, yes. when you have those closest to you yes. who are who are downing you. Yes, yes. And Tati did that, and she mm-hmm. she highlighted the significance of just loving who you are in spite of what anybody says, even if it's family mm-hmm. and um, that you can, you're still worthy of love. And Wes gave her all that good love. Honey. He, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Moment of silence for Wes. Yeah. 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 And I ain't gonna lie, she on this list again, but let me shut up, shut up on time. And I, and I and I and I think she might be on there for the same thing I'm about. To 
<laughs> if it's the same thing you about to say, we might well go say it together. Then. You guys are going to say it together. <laughs> Whatever number we at. Whatever number we at. Please let this be truth. Truth or dare. Or dare. Truth. Let me show the cover along. Danielle Allen. <laughs> now look. Y'all, this is truth of the Danielle Allen. Let me tell you something. Danielle you Allen. You don't know first. love like I know good love. You hear me? Let me tell you something. It. I went and found with some black pepper sauce for so. <laughs> No, ma'am. No, we're not doing this tonight, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Every conversation that we had with Danielle Allen, somebody wants to know, where can I find some black pepper sauce? Like, please. Baby, I would have found where that black pepper sauce uh, was sold. I did. Ma'am. No, I'm, no, no. We're going to keep, no, no. Mm-mm. Girl. Girl. Let me tell you something. Um, oh, I'm gonna do. Um, all the mercy. Kingston had mm-hmm. me ready to live my best Simone life. Okay. Look um, here. Um, one of my friends is having a uh, having a destination where they need me to go to. I'm just saying. What you, Claude? Have mercy. <laughs> Claude, have mercy. Girl, look, let me tell you oh. something. And you know this for yourself. Um, she almost made me do my book reviews totally different because I started going on my Instagram, leaving video messages, talking about stuff. I said, look, I'm fussing at her on Instagram in the video. I'm on chapter six. <coughs> I was over here like, you ain't fit to have me. <laughs> I said, the only reason why I shut my eyes on that good book is because sleep had came for me. Do you hear me? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. No, Lord. Ain't no way. Let me tell you something. Truth of them is that book that will have you up all night. Determined. For various reasons. <laughs> Not even probably the reason that you wanted to thought it would, but it will have you up um oh. all night trying to get to the end of it and not wanting to get to the end of it, but you just got the you and you want to know. I mean, is somebody I, out there having that kind of sex, Lord? That's girl, all let me I'm, tell you something. I had my car gassed. Up. I told her, I said, you gonna have to pay me gas money because I'm on my way to Atlanta to find Kingston. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was ready to gas up and drive because I had this. I said, he got to be real. This can't be fake. <laughs> okay, so we have to let people know that not only was Kingston an educated a businessman. Yes. Kingston courted her. He mm-hmm. had been milling over her for quite some time, but he, this was, you know what, they were determined, well, he was determined mm-hmm. that, you know what, this is going to be the weekend, and it all started mm-hmm. with a game of truth or dare. Yeah. Um, but make sure Get this book. 
I think they Look, whatever said you, that if you don't get book, nothing else, if you don't else, get, nothing else, get nothing else, get this book. <laughs> Um, you'll be thanking us later. Trust me. Look, you will hit us up and be like, you know what? I appreciate y'all <laughs> for what you have done for my life. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I think Danielle said, and I was shocked at this. I want to say that this book was the first time that she actually got to like number one. On the bestsellers list, unbelievable! Unbelievable! She, I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, with books such girl, as box, work song, song, you know, season. Oh, I heard, I heard, I haven't got the yet. Lord, help me because these authors. How many times did I say to you in 2020 that I drank the Kool Aid? Because mm-hmm. I was, I was, I, you know, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I was trying to be fast in these literary streets. You know, I kept in searching for um, the new book bay, and so I would say, okay, I'm, it's gonna be a one hit a quitter. And then mm-hmm. I wait a minute now, I couldn't stop. I had to go and search for the next book because mm-hmm. you've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. So, you know. They pulled me in. They really did. They pulled me in. And that's what a good book will do. That's what an amazing author will do. That's what a great story will do. Will do. Absolutely. Truth or death. Whew. Woo okay. child. Woo child. Okay. I figured that was going to be on both of our lists. Yes, absolutely. So I don't know what number that was on mine, but it's out there now. Uh, let me tell you, it's, a, it's much higher up than where it fell at right now. I'm gonna tell you okay, that. Right, right. <laughs> I, like, so, I can, in no particular order, because I love all of these books. Um, okay, so I think you are going to be very familiar with my next book. Okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, so my next book is actually by my co-host. Um, uh-huh. I just had to bow my head. That's all. Oh my gosh! Tina put a moment of silence on this book because again, sex should not be this good. <laughs> Hudson. And it came with some drama. Yes. So 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 for the viewers, we are talking about um the view two. Uh, well look, let me go and put my own book up there then. <laughs> okay. No, and I can't get this camera together with this. No, 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 no just right there. Right there, there you go. Okay. Hey. It says secrets, lies, and betrayal. What 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 did I what what was the uh the, the two faced that's what you said it I said two faced because all of the amazing sex that was going on in this book and there was a lot of it every freaking body had a secret every freaking really? body was sleeping with somebody else everybody had a secret and i felt like everybody was two-faced and mm-hmm. so 
it was an amazing book. You did that, friend. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Look, um, I have grown such a special affection for those characters. You all, you all made me love them. I was determined, you know, like, all right, well, you know, after the view, I was just gonna let the little suspense at the end ride out. But, um, we got started on this Team Michael and Team Hudson, and everybody's trying to figure out what was going on, and the Team Michael people was at my throat, and I said, well, okay. So, um, let's see what we're going to do. And those characters came alive for me in part two, and my God, did they. <laughs> did they All I'm going to say is, I, w- I was on a um, on a discussion, and I believe it was a Zoom, and by the end of the discussion, did we not give you? Uh, we get we told you what we want to see in book three and four. Like, right, yeah. right. Look, and and look, and leave it, leave it to uh, one person in the zoo. They didn't have me out of the part six. Girl, they was out of the part six by the time we got okay. off. I, I said, "Wait a minute, wait a minute now." I want you to go right off of the sunset one day. <laughs> We like we not gonna do this, but yeah, definitely y'all had me up to three or four. You sure did. You sure did. I appreciate the love. I thank you so much for that. Absolutely. I'm so glad I made the list. Oh well my next one is this is actually a novella. Um I swear she's gonna be on this list too. Lord, let me get the camera right. Oh, I don't know if we're gonna be able to see it. I'm gonna try to get it. In oh, there there. it is, there it is, there it is. There we go. Mm-hmm. The, Invitation by Ashley Antoinette. Um, the Invitation and Oka for Celebration was actually, it came after Butterfly 1, before Butterfly 2, which is her spinoff series from Ethic. Um, this was, um, if I could back up for a second. It's focused on Ethic. Now, Ethic, as many people know, was a series by itself. One of Ashley Antoinette's best, you know, ones. If not the best at, to, to date. Um, so, um, after Ethic 6, that was pretty much the, the I, I would say, the close of Ethic's story. You know, directly. And, um, but he was such a dynamic character that she decided to just continue to allow us to see a little bit into their lives and how it intertwines going into the next series, which is Butterfly and what's going on in between. So it's kind of like a a peek back into their life. And that's what the invitation was. Um, Just, you know, basically showing us, um, I think Alani is pregnant in that one so he has this celebration like a baby shower and it's his first time really actually outside of his bubble of family which Mm -hmm. is his direct family going towards his brother pastor nair um having other uh members uh, other uh, characters from other books like uh lover like uh, noni and mercy appeared in this novella so it was almost as if you got to see ethic in a regular type of setting as a regular person family man of course it came with his share of drama as ashley always does um and you got to see the beginnings of how 
I, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to move on. But the beginnings of how I meet Harris loves on Morgan. Morgan is Ethic's adopted daughter. Amik Harris is a really good friend of Morgan's, but he was best friends with Morgan's um, ex-boyfriend, Messiah Williams. And I will leave that right there because that's a whole nother discussion for a whole nother day. Because if it's one day that you have heard from me consistently all year, it's Amik Harris. So I'm going to let that go for a second. But that's that was that was next on my list um the invitation was an excellent novella it was a wonderful bridge between ethic and the butterfly series okay um and i will be you know oh you just reminded me that um all year i said i was starting the butterfly series by uh the New Year's Eve, so that is a yeah. I don't care if I read one page in that book before. You can read something. <laughs> Let me tell you something now. Uh, you've already told me. You've you read one, you gonna read the whole rest of the two, three hundred of them that's in there. I'm telling you, it, it's like it, re- it reads like water, though. It really does. Okay. Okay. Um. So I have. One, two, three books left. Okay. Um, so I have to, these I can definitely put in order. Um, so my next three, actually my, my last three books, which are my top three, are all historical fiction. Okay. Um, and so number three would be Elbert, The Uncaged Mind by Joan Vassar. Um, That is book number two in the Black series. Um, The Black series, for anyone that does not know, is the story of Nat Hope Turner, which is the um, son of the infamous Nat Turner. Um, And the uh it, this is during slavery days and um there were uh there's a group uh, or they are considered like family now um and and okay i will say this much nat hope turner aka black um was born on the day that nat turner we all know that he was murdered and he was he was born the day that his father was murdered. Um, and so um, they go through that. But now the family has, uh, they have traveled and taken up residence in Fort Independence, Canada, um, which is which is a free town. And um, it is a combination of, it, it's, you know, black and white um and they have formed a community like i've never seen before elbert 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 was the gentle he i can't even yeah he was like the bruce banner hulk mm. character. 
Um, and so he was um, captured along with the young lady and um, he fought and fought and fought. Um, and, and she was trying to escape or trying to help him. And they, they uh, in turn, um, let him go. But he said, the mistake that you made was letting me live. Mm. Wow. And this Hulk of a character mm. became Bruce Banner mm. the love of a woman. Mm. You talking about some sex? <laughs> My God in heaven. <laughs> The same X. It's in historical fiction, and I need to find out about Lord. <laughs> I'm trying to put you on some game. Okay, let me go get Elber. All right, well, I gotta get the first book first. Okay. Black. Black. I am currently reading book number three. And the author and I, like you and I, when I'm reading a book, we talk every day. <laughs> I would be finished the book if I wasn't. So every pay, couple of pages, I have to stop and write a quote. Because the way she writes her books is just, now, they are fluid. They are like water. Joan Vassar is an amazing author. She's an amazing author. And visual um and for me historical fiction i that's one i i tell people that i feel like um in my previous life i lived during that era because i can see it all there's one character who has a gray eye and a blue eye, gray and green i think and i saw him i saw his eyes so visual, so vivid. Elbert, The Uncaged Mind by Joan Vassar. Your mic is off. Can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I must have clicked the mute button there for a second. Okay. So, yes. I'm going to get this Black Series. I've been hearing great things about it, so you're not the only one. So, I definitely... Um, but look, me sitting here adding up my 2021 list. Y'all got to help keep me on, on path now because I want to make some of these. Y'all got to get these books in in 2021 because you know I'm off task. Right. <laughs> now, I will share this with you because I know you like audiobooks. Okay. Jacob, Jacoby DM mm-hmm. um, is the narrator. Now, I don't do audiobooks. Joan called me when he started narrating this book. Uh, well, book one. Um, she called me. And she said, whatever that is in the background, turn it down. I need you to hear this. Mm-hmm. And my eyes closed. Now, I'm going to tell you how much I'm visualizing and I'm reciting 
did not know I was reciting the book along with the man. Oh, his he's, a, he's, he's a dynamic narrator. Mm. My God in heaven. If you listen to this series, but uh, trust me, I that's why the women are going crazy on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And for anyone that wants to know the the uh the group is Diamonds D DM Diamond DMs. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm a, I know he's a dynamic narrator. I've heard him on a few people's books. I know um Alexander House uses him. Um, uh, oh, Lord, let me not go there. Yeah, please. But, you know what? Hold on, I'm finna go there anyway. I think, I think I'm about to go there anyway. Let me think. Let me look. I sure am. Um, because next on my list is Miss House. Which was, can you see it? Oh, man. That was on my list. Like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. There we go. New Year. New Year. New boo. New boo. If, if you're not doing anything on New Year's Eve, and you want a little spice in your life, it when won't I, take you too long. 45 minutes. New Year. New boo. I'm going to say it like this. Short, steamy. And power punched. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Forty-five. I can't even talk about it because it ain't but forty-five minutes for you of your life to read. But it will be one of the best forty-five minutes you ever spent in your life reading. Yeah. I read that. That had to be on my list because you know what? Mm-hmm. I think I read that book January twenty twenty. Like the first week. So it was definitely New Year, New Boo for me. Because I read it right at the beginning. And when I tell you, honey, you know, she had me on a kick. I think she was another one. I read that and I went from that one to All I Want for Christmas. To, uh, Always My Baby to, to uh, I ain't going to talk about that because I'm going to talk about that a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she. New Year, New Boo. And if you all are not familiar with Miss Alexandra House, get into it. Go get Believe your me. song. Go get your song. Believe <laughs> me. Believe that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> what they say? Period. Period. <laughs> Period. Honey. You have um, good sex. Like Alexandra House. No, some good stuff, and some. You want you some comedic relief? Oh Lord, oh Lord! All I'm gonna say is one name. One. <laughs> Uncle Lee Chester. Uncle Lee I'm Chester. not going there with you. I'm not going. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Can't do it. We go. Okay, I'm gonna let you go to your next because we'll be on New Year, New Boo, and all of that stuff. (laughs) Okay, so my number one, number two is a toss up, and I'm I'm still sitting here contemplating. Mm -hmm. 
earlier today I knew what number one was, but the more I thought about, the more I thought about it, uh, it's a toss up. But I think I'm going to stick with my number one because number two was number one for so long, uh, and that is Mustard Seed by Layla Abraham. Again, another historical fiction. Um, now this one, believe it or not, does not have too much sex. Um, it is the sequel to the very popular Yellow Crocus. Okay. Uh, mustard seed. So, so in Yellow Crocus, imagine, imagine being a new mom. When I say new, I mean baby is probably not even two months old. And you get a knock on your door and you find out that your the mistress of the property has just given birth or she is in labor and you have been assigned as her wet nurse. So you have to leave your baby, your sister and your grandfather to go be a wet nurse. That was part one. Uh. Part two. Um, so. All I'm going to say is. Um, it was a black woman and a white woman. Both come from the same plantation. Remember one is a slave. And one is not. And they, they both left the plantation for various reasons. Um, and they both go back, one in secret and one, the black one goes back in secret um, for a family member. And the other one goes back because she um, did not follow her family's rules and marry who they wanted her to marry and so she ran off with the love of her life um so she comes back to visit family and the two women meet at the plantation uh. years later circumstances have changed when i say this book was so powerful i don't think like I was completely blown away. And I actually read book two before I read book one. I didn't know that we had such powerful stories based on true stories. True accounts. Because Layla Ibrahim actually can recount the generations. She is still alive. She's still writing stories. Wow. Wow. Yes. Must see book two to Yellow Crocus. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Man, look, you're going to end up making me a fan of historical fiction with these. Uh... <laughs> hey, y'all, you got to get the right one. Get you some of the black series and uh, you'll be you'll you'll be looking and it's teaching you about our history mm-hmm. in the process mm-hmm. i've always been one again i've loved historical fiction as you know as a teenager 
Um, and so it's just feeding a thirst of mine because it's teaching me. Uh, the, uh, when I talked to Joan Vassar just today, she was telling me, she was sharing that the dialogue in the Black series comes from her grandmother, who would have been 103. Understand uh -huh. what I said? 103. And this was the dialect of her grandmother, who was one generation removed from slavery. Right. Right. And I get that, too, because my, my grandmother's the same. Um, has she been... This past November, she would have been 107. Mm -hmm. She was still living. Mm -hmm. So, like, well, literally, she was born the same year um, the Titanic sank. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, one generation removed. Mm -hmm. that's, so, that's it. it, is, that's it. That's it. So, I, I totally get it. And, oh my gosh. So, let me see. We're going to move on to my number two. And then, my number one, um, it has to be number one. Absolutely, hands down, nothing. It took me by surprise, but I, I'm gonna do number two, mm -hmm. and then I'll do number one. And and you probably we might even have the same number one. I'm not for sure, but no. this is my number two. Oh. Epic, yeah, epic six. Now that's my number two. Doggone it, she's somebody else who came on my list twice this <laughs> But Ashley Antoinette, now I listened to that in audiobook. Um, that's another one. Mm -hmm. If you listen to Ethics 6 in audiobook, you will, you will fall in love with audiobook. Um, Nicole Smalls narrated it. I want to speak for a second to the genius of Nicole Small. And I say that because Ethics 6, hear me clearly, mm -hmm. had Ethic, Alani, Morgan, Aria, uh, I think Messiah was in there, Amik. Issa, Nair, Bella, Henny, Nanny, Bella and Henny's friends, which is about three, two girls, three girls, and maybe a couple other boys. She had a different voice for everybody. Mm. Used it fluidly. Mm. No hesitation in the switch up. Mm. If you had three men and two women talking, her voice effort effortlessly went from one character to the next. And when I tell you distinct voices, the mm. men sounded like men, the women sounded like women, the little kids sounded like little kids. Oh, yeah. I forgot easy. Ethics baby son was in there. The little kids sounded like little kids. The grown men sounded like grown men. And they all kept the same voice. Whenever the, whatever voice she spoke in as ethic was the same voice throughout the entire series. And likewise for the rest of the characters. Honey, when I tell you she is that 
I've never heard someone so effortlessly do this and it sound genuine. I was like, Lord, what do her real voice sound like? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she, it is amazing. It is amazing. Um, so, but Ethics 6 itself was the ending of the Ethics series. Now, I didn't put this on my series read because um, majority of Ethics came out like 2019. Um, but I did not read, or actually, now I don't say read, listen to, because it's audio book, to Ethics 6 since 2020. Um, mm. And you know, I've read a lot, like plenty mm-hmm. of Ashley's books. It's her mm-hmm. and Quavius. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that Ethics 6, hands down for me, was not only the best book in the series, it's probably the best book that she's written. Mm. That's how well-rounded and, and, and dynamic the ending of Ethics 6 was. Mm-hmm. It was stellar. It is, I, I can surely say in my humble opinion, Ethics 6 is Ashley's best work to date. So if that is any indication of how good this series is, let it be so. And I can tell you right now that every book in that series got a five star from me. Wow. If I could have given it the six more than five, I would have. <laughs> so I, she did that. She did it. I'm, I have to give her, her props on it. She did that. One. Okay. All right. So um, my top book for 2020 and again um it is packed in my in my i literally just put it in my suitcase because it was here in south carolina and i just put it in my suitcase prior to getting on here but my number one book for 2020 has to be it has to be cane river okay Historical fiction, the author, Lolita Tademi. Um, Cane River um, was, was a place where um, Southern slave owners um, would take their mistresses. It was it was a once once a year trip. It was supposed to be like a hunting. It was a men's getaway. Um, these men, wives were not allowed. They need to stay home and tend to the children or whatever. But um, they needed to take a slave girl with them to tend to their clothes and tend to their needs. And when they went to Cane River, um, it was, it was like a, a, Cane River was like a resort, if you will. Nobody questioned anybody, you know, sometimes requested the same room. Mm -hmm. Um, But, 
it, it the book is so thick. Um, I want to say the book is probably about five hundred pages or something somewhere around there. Wow! But um, it showed you how we as black women, um, through the use of our bodies and our minds, you know, we bore children for these men, um, and. In some instances, we were rewarded with whippings. We were rewarded. Most times we weren't because we just, a lot of times the men would not allow anyone to touch their, you know, mistresses. The wives, of course, hated that. But it was it was an unwritten rule. Um, but they we were rewarded with land and property. You know? Um, and I'm not talking about an acre or two, we were rewarded with hundreds of acres. Sometimes our families were, were more, like when he took on a wife, we were um, moved, our entire families. We were given businesses, our children were taught skills. This was such a powerful book. Mm. Do you know that that resort became a part of a HBCU? Wow. Yes, ma'am. Mm. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. This is our history. And mm. this is why I delve into our history. Because it's so powerful. Mm. You know, and what's, what's amazing um, I know you know the story of Sally Hemings and Thomas Jefferson. Right, right. You know, they would go to Paris, but a lot of times we were taken to Paris or our brothers were, you know, like we were given opportunities in Paris. A lot of these men, you know, some of them were born in Paris. So French was, mm -hmm. you know, speaking, spoken very frequently, mm -hmm. you know, fluently. Um, it was, it, it, what an amazing story. And there's a part two called Red River. Definitely has to be included in 2021. Like, you you know that I have deemed 2021 um, the year of recycled readers. I'm definitely digging, definitely digging into some more um, historical fiction. I don't know why this is um, on low battery and it's actually on the charger. So, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so my, my top book, so yeah, like historical fiction has completely historical fiction and romance has, has dominated my 2020 I, absolutely. country. It's what I needed. What, in, in that, that actually perfectly eases over into my number one. Mm -hmm. Um, let me show the book because I know you already know what it is. <laughs> Good oh Lord. wow! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Promised yeah. Land, and let me try to get their names in here. If I can get my phone the right way, you might not be able to see it. Brenda Hampton, Brenda Hampton, and Nikki Michelle. Um, 
rather than just talk about this, I want to read the synopsis and then I'll read my book review that I left on this. Um, the synopsis goes, one question, what would you do if you woke up one day and life as you've known it changed forever? For Aubrey Evans and Melanie Daniels, along with their families, that day has now arrived. Their lives will never be the same. And after believing that silence is golden as it pertains to the biggest sins of America, they will be forced to confront white supremacy head on and fight for what they once relished as freedom. Um, Succumbing to hatred and bigotry is not an option for Malcolm Garvey. He's an activist who has intensely studied the promised land, a land that was created by the masters who are determined to take their country back. By any means necessary, they plan to do it, but will the strength of black men and women, along with their efforts to unite, be enough to put an end to the gut-wrenching madness they all endure in the name of hate? No one could have predicted it would come to this, not even in their wildest dreams. But when reality kicks in and the truths behind the promised land are revealed, the shock will be felt across America. Next question. Will it shock you? It, yes. It's simple. Yes. I'm going to read my book review that I left on this because um, it's so necessary. This thought-provoking book was like a repeat record that keeps reminding us of the Bible verse, my people perish for lack of knowledge, Hosea mm. 4, 6. Mm. Promised Land is one of the most powerful reads of its kind. This carefully crafted tale of white supremacy infused with self-hatred through the eyes of modern slavery is bone-chilling. The authors explored the fictitious yet plausible view of life for Blacks in America. Though the symbolism speaks to the current states of mind on both sides of the racial divide, it also introduces a fearful view of this symbolism being realized. Admittedly, it had to be read in doses due to the graphic nature of the book, but also because it eerily felt as if we were being exposed to an alternate life that was actually taking place. There is no doubt that this book delivers on an urgent call to action and awareness that will resonate in the hearts and souls of readers, leaving them with no choice but to search within themselves and pay close attention to the world around them. I took my time to write that review. Um, that book, mm, it is a short read. That took me two weeks to get through. It scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. it scared the bejesus out of me. I won't lie. Made you think. Mm-hmm. It had me thinking. I sat up two nights talking to my husband about this book, mm-hmm. having earnest conversations. Mm-hmm. Just thinking to myself, is this really real? You know, um, I don't want to give away the book. I, I, I feel like what I said was enough between the synopsis and the review. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is this. Think modern slavery. Mm-hmm. 
and think if it happens to you. Mm. And don't think that it can't happen to you. And don't think that it can't. Because if you read this book, anything you, is possible. You will see anything is possible. So definitely read this book. Um, not for the enjoyment, for the knowledge, mm -hmm. for the vision, mm -hmm. for the necessity of what's going on in today's society. This book still takes me off guard every time I think about it. And, and that's why I didn't have a choice but to be number one. Um, it didn't have a choice. So it definitely did, it was, it's, this was a recycle read for me because this book, I believe, came out in 2018. 2018, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it kicked off my Black History Mom um, on Diamond World in 2018. Mm -hmm. Honey, let me tell you something. Uh -huh. I just read this in 2020 and this book, actually, they started writing this book in 2016. Mm -hmm. If you read this book in 2021, mm -hmm. you will be like, on what kind of futuristic shit was they on? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It got heavy for them. They talk about how heavy it got for them. Yes, um, and, and I believe that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe that. It, it took mm -hmm. so much out of me as a as a reader. Mm -hmm. And not in a bad way, in a very good way, um, because it was something that I read that we we need to read. Like this book should be in in damn school system. I'm sorry, I've said that. Mm -hmm. And um, because it's that good. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I'm going to do this. I have five series reads, but I'm going to breeze through them. Because were, was those all of your your ones for 2020, Diane? Yeah, I have, believe it or not, I just took one off because I did not finish it. So, um, okay. I, have, I have six. And, yeah. Okay. So, I'm just going to breeze through my, my, I only have five series reads and I had to break that down from standalone to series because it, it just I, I couldn't do nothing else but um the restricted series to Kira Allen mm. <laughs> she made me make a petition because I was so mad about this damn book or the part two of this damn series I ain't gonna give it away but I'm just gonna say I'm team jewels all damn day girl and I'm, I'm highly upset with her <laughs> Highly, but restricted one and restricted two mm -hmm. by Takira Allen. That's mm -hmm. that was one. My next one, the damn butterfly. And I forgot to show restricted. Hold on, let me get. Do I have it? Lord, I know I had it somewhere. There you go. There we go. There it is. Restricted one and two by Miss Takira Allen. But honey. This this next one. Butterfly. Mm -hmm. One, two, and three was on audio. Mm. Okay. I love this book. 
and I hate these. I, I love these books and I hate them at the same time. Um, Ash Antoinette. I'm gonna need damn therapy fucking with you and Butterfly. Okay. Um, this book evokes so many emotions. Rage is the top one. That's <laughs> what it is. Um, it's the story of Morgan, her love trifecta with Messiah Williams and Ami Harris and her friend turned some guy she just ended up getting with because she was heartbroken and he was there bash and his highfalutin behind mama Christiana. Now, Ashley Aquarius kill people off all the time. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to kill. I got five on on it on their books. The kill kill these two off this series, quick, fast, and the damn her. I'm so sick of them. But all I'm gonna say is, out of the Butterfly series, the only thing that I want you guys to know a hundred percent for sure, and this is for the entire Ash Army and to Ashley. All I want is for our meek meek. Meeky, murder meek motherfucking Harris to be with his love. Okay, that's it. That's all I want out of this series. That's it. And I hate to say his name like that because it's been written like that in this book a few times. But I'm Meek Harris. That boy right there gonna forever be in my top ten of book, man. I'm trying to see you. Diane, you get into Ami Harris. <laughs> it don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. Okay. <sighs> that young boy. Mm. Let me move on. Because, Lord, I get stuck right there with him. Um, Next. Hold on the phone. This is the next one. I don't know if you read this yet, but then let me tell you something. She back. The oh. Cigar Life oh. with yeah. Zola Patterson and by Danielle Allen. Parts one and two. Part one was a setup. Part two, I like to throw my phone. Hear me clearly. That was one weekend that I could have read for the rest of my life between Zola Patterson and St. Anderson. Honey, in your words, hear me clearly. Oh my God. St. Anderson did it for me. He'll do it for you. Let the saints say amen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Amen. (sighs) The next series, Mm Diane, that you know I'm about to get on. (laughs) Try to get it here clearly. Oh. 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 All right. The McLean Brothers by Alexandria House. Mm-hmm. Honey, 
Let me love you. Let me hold you. Let me show you. Let me free you. Big South, Leland, Nolan, and Neil. All I'm going to say is pineapples and waist beads. Girl, shut your mouth. I got my waist beads on right now. I got some pineapples sitting in the Frigidaire. Okay. Pineapples and waist beads. We did an actual podcast about that series. So I encourage y'all to go back and listen to it if y'all want to know about it because it is too much to cover between them four brothers. But, um, uh, Leland and Neil were my favorites, and I think you said Big South. And um, uh, Leland, in Leland, Leland okay. was number one, and then- Leland, girl, what you talk about, Leland? I think Leland was number one for everybody, huh? Get it? Good. No, nah, number one was Uncle Each Other. <laughs> Oh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna get a petition, Lord. I'm gonna take up a plate because we need to hear about Uncle Lee Chester, honey. He needs his own story. He does, and um, he needs his own story. Dog on Liberia. <laughs> she a librarian. Okay, let me stop. I get off of Uncle Lee Chester. That's a mess. Y'all, Uncle hey. Lee Chester. He brought it. But my number one series of this year. Now I was gonna I'm not gonna read everything for the sake of time, but I'm just gonna show the books. The fourth book ain't on here, which I'm upset about. I didn't capture that one. Mm-hmm. Unapologetically Me series mm-hmm. by Denisha Little, which was mm-hmm. Unapologetically Me, a silence gift. Which is free. Um, it's free, yeah. That uh, It's free right now. A silence gift is free. And What's Best for Me, part one and two. Mm-hmm. Jaron, a.k.a. Jericho, Fatima, they were parts one and two. They are friends with Chanel and uh, Darian, who compass parts three and four. Darian will forever be one of my top boobays. Mm-hmm. Um Jaren too. I love Jaren. I don't want that. I don't want to do Jerry Jericho wrong because baby, hey, talk about alpha male. Oh yeah. God. Um, but Darian such a man. Such mm. a man. Mm-hmm. And you talking about six. Sexy and six. And him on that concert. Girl, shut your mouth. And that concert with them sheets. All I'm going to say is I distinctly remember you calling me saying I don't know how the poor girl could walk when it was all over with. I, I don't know how she was walking. I really don't. Let me tell you something that I would say about this series. This series had me listening. I read it on Kindle. I turned my Kindle voiceover on. This book was so good. Denisha had me listening to this book as I rode in the car, Mm -hmm. as I took a shower, Mm -hmm. as I cooked, as I cleaned. Um, Part four, which Mm -hmm. is my favorite book in the series, had me standing on the side of the bed for two hours trying to finish it up. 
Kai said I was just going to read these few more sentences, plug up my phone and go to bed. I stood in the same spot on the side of my bed for two and a half good hours and finished this book. That's all I want to say about that. Um, so that was my number one series. Um, some of the best reading of my life in 2020, but as you know, I also have a podcast. So and I'm up here with my little paperwork trying to um keep everything together. But um I did promise my my people from the Get Caught Up podcast that I would tell them what were the top ones. So I want to do that really quick as well. Um the fifth most listened to show, uh Arthur interview show was by Arthur Dee Dee Wright and great interview she's from new york she loves tupac uh so we had a good time talking about paul <laughs> uh, the fourth most listened to interview was interview number two with denisha little where we discussed what's best for me parts one and two so congratulations denisha the third most listened to interview um was Author E. Ray Tronic, Miss Ebony, you, yes, honey, she read us a snippet from Compelled to Murder, and it about blew my back out, like, oh my god, <laughs> compelling. <laughs> um, the second most listened to was not an author, but good information just the same, because I, I don't just stick to authors, I do people in all of the literary realm so number two was kb of kb's bookshelf um she gave dynamic information for authors i do encourage every author to go and listen to that interview it was awesome and number one um was one of the most controversial ones <laughs> that i had um, it was Natasha Times, and the reason why I say that is because this author, she's Jordanian-American um, from Jordan, um, migrated to America recently, within recent years, and she, a few years back, was involved in a Twitter storm. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives in a D.C. Uh, area, and she rides the D.C. Metro train, and... Um, the backstory behind this, and I want to say this because I know when I, I tell the story, it's gonna, you know, inflame some people. But she was eating on her way to go to work on a platform, and the DC people told her, the, the train station people told her she can't eat on a platform, she had to throw her food away. So she gets on the train and she sees an actual train worker eating. She takes a picture and she was like, tweeted out to DC Metro, hey. I thought we weren't supposed to be eating on the train. Here's the employee eating. The problem was it was a black woman. Mm-hmm. And she's Jordanian American. And black Twitter went in. Um, because of the climate of the, you know, US right now. Um and and she came on the show not to re- you know, not not to just plead her case, because she'd actually gone through a lot. She'd been this whole thing caused her to have a nervous breakdown and all of this stuff. She lost her book deal. Mm. Um, she, she ended up having, like, it was a lot. And um, 
I said it because she explains how culturally she wasn't familiar with how things happen in the United States with right. black people. And but she also made it a point to say, hey, I'm a person of color myself, you know, and but I'm just not aware of the history mm-hmm. of of the struggle with black people. She's like, I am now, you know, and um, so but it was the most listened to. It was very informative. I I learned a lot about how um, you, you you have to really know the story. You know, and you have to understand where people come from, because mm-hmm. I, I get you know that after hearing everything, how it was not intended for one way, but it was taken another way, and she does too, you know. And it was a very powerful testimony and a sentiment um, to her story and her life, and I enjoyed that interview. It was a great interview, so I encourage people to listen to it. Um, not just for she did come out with her book again eventually she got another deal but not just because of the book but because of the story and how we have to learn you know in america to just to kind of uh you know the ties that bind to to reach across the aisle sometimes you know and understand each other's story vice versa you know and so that was great. And I will say that my honorable mention shows, in my opinion, and me and two of my sisters, we, we chose these three, um, was Audra, Audra, I'm sorry, Audra Russell, Diane, you would enjoy her book, Bloodland, um, her interview. She talks about um, the story is based off the La Hermitage um, plantation in Maryland. And she went there with her daughter to do some research, and she goes into the story about what happened. So super powerful. I encourage you, yeah, like, you know, historical fiction is your thing, you know. And and I, I definitely encourage you to get that book, Bloodland, and to just listen to her story about the research she was doing going to that plantation. Okay. Oh, honey, uh, man, I'll just say paranormal, okay? So it was a supernatural experience. Um, mm-hmm. The other one is Danielle Allen, of course, she was on. Um, Danielle poured out so much knowledge and so much about her books. Um, just an awesome interview. And one of the most powerful ones that I did that I feel is very underrated was a young man named Lenny Williams. Mm-hmm. Young man, early 20s. Light years above, uh, uh, light years beyond his age in maturity, in the way that he thinks, in the way that he speaks. But what I absolutely adored about his interview was his passion and love for black women and you don't see that a lot of times from young black men but his level of respect for black women is so stellar like i just want to just put him in front of every young black man and be like this is how i need you to be okay (laughs) so yeah that that was mine the podcast i I appreciate all my authors and i want to say you know 
just continue to promote yourself. And when you are, you know, online with interviewees, um, doing interviews, make sure you promote it to your fan base. Make sure that you are open um, to discuss and to talk and to, you know, give of yourself because readers want to know who you are as well as about your work. And um, so... Congratulations to all the ones who had the top um, podcast this year. And to the honorable mention, you guys so, so much. And Diane, as always, I appreciate you for coming on with me and redoing this, you know, top books of 2020. We read so many and I wish I could highlight so many more, but it, it would just be so much. <laughs> and yeah, it was hard. It was hard getting that list down. I promise you that. Oh, yeah, I I um I had been doing my list throughout the year, but very quickly because again um I'm about to like that's the second notification that came up, so it's about to die, um, uh so I'm just gonna go through very quickly. My I have six series. The number six is BFFs, best best frenemies forever series by Brenda Hampton, and then I'm sorry, uh, my daughter is looking at me cockeyed because this is my last night with her. Um, uh, number five is The Black Effect by Sheree Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, and that series ties into um, number four, which is the Unconditional series by um, Brianna Cole. Both of those series are about um, polyamorous relationships. They almost mirror one another. Um, so uh, I definitely, definitely enjoy both of those. Number three, um, you mentioned it already, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it again. The Unapologetically Me series. Um, you, there's nothing more for me to say about that series. You said it all. Um, and number number two. Again, number two and number one, they were a toss-up. Um, but number two was the Bluette Men series by author Bailey West. Brothers and Bailey West has such a gift. This woman is an attorney by day and an author by night. Uh, she has an amazing story. Um, Blue at Men series, and then my top series you've already mentioned is the McLean series by Miss Alexander House. Um, I cannot say enough about it. Um, other than I need more. I need more of this family. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I can't say anything else about them other than I enjoyed them. But like you said, it was, it was, I, I did have one other series on it, but I didn't complete it. So I know it'll probably pop up next year, but because that one blew me away. I didn't know that urban fiction could snatch me the way that that one snatched me. But, um, but so I, you know what? I will make it an honorable mention. And that is the Baddest Chick series by um, Nisa Santiago. I am, some of these authors, I am late to the party. Definitely here to stay. Um, so I, I, I had to 
highlight those. Um, and that's not to say that there weren't others. These were just the ones that stood out the most to me. Um, and with that being said, you see the medicine is kicking in. My eye is like completely swollen. Like, oh, my. My eye is swollen. My daughter's looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> my eye yeah. is about to die. Like, oh my gosh well look i'm gonna let you shout out your social media because we are we have come to the end of the show so that yeah. is great thing you know it's I, I hate it but this is this is you know what we do we have to say something 2021 and, you know we'll be back but Absolutely. i'm gonna let you shout out your um, social media and then we will go ahead and close it on up for this year in review Okay, thank you so much um, for the opportunity um, to be here with you. My name is Diane Rembert, but you can find me across any social media board. It's Diamonds Literary World. Um, you, that's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Goodreads, um, DiamondsLiteraryWorld.com. Uh, and I feel like I'm missing something, but... Uh, also over on Clubhouse, where I will be, um, I'm I'm going to be opening up some rooms um, and just sharing some knowledge. Um, and I've got some amazing things coming to 2021. Please connect, stay tuned, and again, thank you. You are so welcome, and I appreciate you coming on here with me, um, chopping up with me. You know, we always have a good time. Uh, I enjoy. Um, sharing this time with you as a reader as an author as a friend my friend <laughs> so this is always fun for me um my social media you can find me facebook instagram twitter mm. you might use oh youtube it's author untamed i'm also on clubhouse author untamed um i will be at your next moderated meeting as well too um in january and i'll be opening up some rooms i'm, I'm, I'm thinking of some great ideas for 2021 with clubhouse so if you are there just yeah. stay tuned mm -hmm. and um because we're we gonna bring it we're gonna bring it in yeah. 2021 um also please follow untamed publishing at www.untamedpublishing.net um if you are new season seasoned or even an aspiring author we have several services there that assist you along your literary journey um untamed publishing can be found on facebook at untamed publishing twitter at untamed pub and instagram at untamed publishing llc and of course follow the get caught up podcast on instagram at get caught up podcast and on twitter at gcu underscore podcast and um we we ain't doing nothing strange for a little piece of change, but if you would like to be a sponsor of the show, um, just go to anchor.fm forward slash get caught up or donate the cash app at um, UP dollar sign. Let me start right. Dollar sign UP 2016. And, you know, as always, I am your host, Untamed, my guest host, Miss Diane, who is also my co-host on the Socially Conscious Corner, which will be back um, the end of January after the inauguration. And um, we are the Get Caught Up podcast. So I thank you so much, Diane, again. And you have a lovely, lovely evening and enjoy the rest of your time with your your beautiful family. Thank you. Hi, right, good night. Good night and happy new year, you guys.